On today's show, I have Ben Kopik. He is, well, I guess a prolific musician who's been in the biz quite a while, but is lately known for what he's doing for musicians with several companies, including his latest, On Chain Music. We're going to talk about that and I think the current state of how independent musicians can monetize their music. And if we're lucky, maybe he'll give us a, a few tidbits on his band, Intricate Unit. So, <laughs> welcome to the show, Ben. Hey, thanks for having me. Sure, I had to throw an intricate unit, but we'll, we'll save that a surprise for the end for the people. So, here's what I want to know good. right off the bat, you know. I feel kind of savvy, but even, you know, for people who are familiar with Spotify and streaming services and all that, You've really got something out there that's, you know, cutting edge. It's uh, blockchain music platforms. Can you tell us a little bit what that is and how you created your service on-chain music? Yeah, so essentially there are multiple uh, blockchain streaming platforms uh, similar to Spotify, um, except that when your music is streamed or downloaded, you're collecting a cryptocurrency. Some of these uh, blockchain sites include Arrowvine, Audius, Emanate, Xsongs, um, BitRadio, just to name a few. So basically, what I've what I've done is to make it easier for the artists to get their music distributed on all the all of the platforms rather than having to go to each one. So you know, in the same way that an artist wouldn't go to the hundreds of you know, traditional streaming platforms, they would go through a music distributor. So that's what on-chain music is. We're a, a blockchain music distributor. Okay. And so for like an artist, you know, some people can wear multiple hats like you, but I think some musicians just want to do what they do best and make music. So how important is it for them to be able to say, okay, I'm going to hand the music over to you. You do the business side you help me make money off my songs. You're, you're saying how easy is it for them to do that? Well, I'm just saying that, you know, it's really good for a musician if they say, you know what, I like doing the music part. You know, I don't want to have to build the business part from scratch. And you've made that a lot right. easier for them. So when you created exactly. all this, what was kind of like, you know, what was broken in that system from your point of view as a musician when you thought, okay, I want to make this as easy as possible for musicians to take part in? I think there's going to be some technical hurdles that the artists would have to overcome in order to feel comfortable, uh, you know, working on, uh, with these platforms. Uh, for example, uh, understanding you know, how digital wallets work with addresses and, you know, feeling comfortable uh, making, you know, transactions or withdrawals or trades, um, you, know, w you know, with these cryptocurrencies. Um, so that's one thing that we're sort of like, you know, we're handling for the artists. Uh, potentially also the smart contracts, you know, you, you can imagine in the future when all of the copyright information and the metadata travels uh, with the, the music file and it's recorded on the blockchain, um, you know, and where, re you know, the revenue is being automatically distributed through smart contracts. You know, the artist, 
you know, we're handling that for the artist. You know, we're we're, we're setting up the smart contracts and the revenue uh, distribution th- um, for those transactions to happen automatically. And that's it's kind of like if you don't have like a programming degree or, or don't have any desire to code, you know, you're going to look for someone to, to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like, too, you know, you're really on the cutting edge. You know, most people now know about Spotify and Tidal and music streaming, but every time something new comes out, you know, it takes someone like you to bring it to the masses. So do you think, you know, by putting a, a lot of your energy into blockchain, I mean, uh, do you think this is really the future for online streaming for musicians? Yeah, without a doubt, I think. That's definitely where we're headed. It, it makes more sense from uh, a copyright, you know, uh, point of view where, you know, the, where the records are accurate. Um, it, you know, it makes more sense from the point, from the revenue point of view where the artist is going to collect more per stream and per download. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, too, um, this is an extension or maybe another way to monetize. So I think everyone knows, you know, a musician can sell their album, they can sell a digital sing- a single. Uh, you had another business, Epitome Music, that does, like, music licensing, which, you know, like to place one of their songs into a commercial or, you know, a production company will pay to put a song in a movie or on TV. Do you see this as a, you know, you're creating a mix for people, like they should maximize each of these platforms? Yeah, so <clears throat> Epitome Music is, is distinct from on-chain music. Epitome focuses on licensing, as you said, for film and TV. Um, and, you know, that's a totally different entity that I'm still working on full-time. Uh, mm-hmm. But what's interesting is with if, when an artist signs up, uh, for on-chain music, they also have the option to have their music represented non-exclusively by Epitome Music for film and TV synchronization licenses. But I see both as Which, you know, great opportunities for artists to get their music out there. Well, people are saying that digital sales are getting harder. You know, We see Amazon, and you can buy singles and albums there, or um, Apple Music. But as digital single sales you know, start to go down, how important is it for an artist to maximize sales you know, in other areas like streaming? That's a great question. I mean, we're always seeing things shift and move around. You know, what was it like 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago? I mean, CDs were still a thing and, you know, and that's where – you know, then this, then once the internet started getting, becoming more popular, people started buying actually, you know, less physical CDs and then transferring to streams and down. Oh no, then it was downloads, and then now that's going away. Now it's shifting more to streams. So things are constantly moving around, and I think if we're seeing declines in, um, you know, like you said, in, with some of these uh, streams or. You know, we have to find out where the people are going. You know, where are the people? What's the next pla- the next platform where people and fans are going to go to get the music? And then we're going to want to pivot to make sure, you know, that we're filling that void. Exactly. And I know YouTube. You know, a lot of people are listening for music through there. What's the way you you know capture 
you know, listens there or, you know, what's the special software where an artist can track their music on YouTube? Is that is that one of the services one of your business provides? When, yeah, that is an option well, for the music that we represent exclusively at Epitome Music. We're working with a company um, that, uh, you know, monitors the performances on YouTube and then all of our artists get paid, you know, for those views. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we work with... Is that a, called... Um, Re- is that Rev? Uh, there's a, yeah, we work with a company called AdRev. AdRev, that's it. Okay. Yeah, because it's like you're saying, you know, you have to follow where the people are consuming the music now, whether, you know, it's on their iPhone, whether it's on, you know, YouTube. I mean, do people actually listen to traditional radio anymore? I'm sure they do, but I'm also sure that the number is dropping. I don't don't quote me on that, but I'm you know <laughs> where do you? I'm sure it's dropping. It's cause, you know, but I don't know the actual numbers on it. I, you know, personally, I listen to, you know, like uh, I have I have a serious XM account. You know, you know, I think people want to be able to listen to music on their phones, and I don't think that's really an option for traditional radio. Mm-hmm. Well, you started on chain or released on chain last year. What's been the response from the musicians who have signed up on the service? It's actually been really high. Like it's been really well, uh, well received. Uh, there's definitely a lot of questions. You know, uh, you know what? You know, I don't get it. What is blockchain? You know, why should you know? We, why should I sign up? Why is it better? You know, and I, you know, I'm able to answer all those questions. There's also uh, a lot of these questions that I just said are answered on our FAQ on our website, which is just onchainmusic.com. Um, and but based on the numbers that I've seen, a lot of people are a lot of artists are very very interested in this. So I'm I'm excited to be able to offer this service to them. Absolutely, and uh, you mentioned the website. I do recommend people go to that. Well, before we wrap up, um, I do want you to use your crystal ball a little bit. You know, you have been active in creating several businesses for musicians to monetize their music. What are you working on now? You know, are you all in on on chain right now? Or is the technology changing so rapidly, you know, that you're on to the next thing already? No, I wouldn't say I'm on to the next thing already. I, I'm putting a lot of energy into on-chain music, and I, I see myself doing that for many, many years to come. I think we're just getting started. I think we're just at, at the beginning of, of how, you know, digital assets and cryptocurrency are, are becoming integrated uh, into the mainstream, not only in music, but in every other sector, in real estate. And, you know, I think the more the more people learn about blockchain, the more people become comfortable with it, you know, and, and comfortable buying and holding Bitcoin and all the other uh, tokens, you know, audio coin. Um, you can check out a mm-hmm. list of all the tokens on mymusictokens.com. That's another mm-hmm. little project I started. It lists all the known music tokens and projects that are currently out there. So I think once people become more comfortable with with what a cryptocurrency is and what why they would want to receive it as payment and what they would use it for, I, th- I think things are, are, are just going to grow from here. 
Now, what are some of the blockchain music streaming sites? Like, what are the blockchain equivalents of the Spotify's um, that, that the music goes out on? Uh, well, so earlier I mentioned um, some of the more popular ones. Uh, so we're currently distributing to Aurovine, which, is, which uses the audio coin. Um, there's another platform called Audius, uh, another one, Emanate, and Xsongs, which uses Ripple. And those are the, cur- the ones that, are, that we're currently distributing to, but there's also a bunch of other ones that people may want to look into, uh, including uh, BitRadio, um, you know, uh, I think eMusic is another one. Um, you know, again, but if you wanted to, to get a full list, comprehensive list, to, to do your own research, you know, check out mymusictokens.com. I think there's about 40 projects, and I think around 12 of them actually have music tokens that you can uh, purchase on exchanges. Mm-hmm. Well, I mentioned, you know, when you got, first got your start, you're in a, an industrial band, intricate unit, really got um, you know, a lot of good experience there. But more recently, you're definitely staying active, and it sounds pretty prolific. You're composing music for film, TV, video games, commercials, even uh, movie trailers. Is it, is it important for you to keep you know, one foot in the music creation business as well? Yeah, I, it's hard not to. I mean, I love it. You know, I, ever since I was, you know, I think, you know, ever since I can remember, I've always loved music. I've been very passionate about it. Um, I've taken a little, a little break from actually creating music you know, to kind of build these businesses and services for the artists. But I definitely see myself, you know, at some point getting back into it. I even recently had um, uh, a, a composer, uh, Sean Murray, come to me to work on a, a project called, a film called Debt Collector 2. So I ended up being the music supervisor on that. And I think that that's going to provide, you know, great opportunities for the artists that I represent. So, yeah, I see myself mm-hmm. definitely continuing to be active and, you know, try, you know, doing more music supervision, you know, definitely staying in the, the, the music licensing world, but also seeing a huge opportunity, you know, unravel in the blockchain space. So I think I'm going to confidently say I'm if definitely the first, if not the only, blockchain music distributor on the planet. Of course, others will follow, but... As far as I know, I'm the only one. You know, on-chain music is the only one right now. Well, very often the biggest rewards come to the people who are first. So yeah, hope, well, hopefully you, you've got your, um, you've you know planted your flag there as the first, and hopefully you know people see you as the leader, if not sort of a pioneer. So it sounds like you know you've got big responsibility there. People are going to come to you. You're the expert now on this. Well, I think I'm in an interesting position. You know, I I made the the decision not to try to create another blockchain streaming platform, but to distribute the artists to all the the known music platforms. So in essence, what that what I've done is, um, you know, we're trying to um, I don't know how to word it. It would be like making sure that you know all the artists are benefiting from being put on all the platforms rather than putting all the energy into a one platform, you know, creating one platform that I think is going to work right now. We're not sure which one's going to work. I'm able to see by working with all these different companies, I'm able to see all the, how all of them are 
have slightly different variations and you know you know some are charging the artists up front you know some are uh you know only offer streaming and don't offer downloads and you know the uh so some are yet to integrate the tokens. Like this. So there's a lot of still moving parts, and I think the, these companies are still trying to figure out which rev, which model is actually going to work. So that also kind of makes it easier for the artists, you know, for, for on-chain music to distribute it to all of the, the platforms rather than the artists spending all this time and energy doing it, trying to figure out which one's going to be the next big one. We're handling that for them. Exactly. Well, I want to wrap up with one final question, kind of bring it down to... The human level, you know, especially, you know, you've got that empathy as a musician. You know, for all those musicians out there who, you know, let's face it, there's a lot of competition. You put your heart and soul into your work, and sometimes you feel like, you you know, you're not even going to make your production costs back. So I know it is important, you know, to feel like, you know, you're making some kind of money, that you're making some progress so what advice do you have to a musician who is feeling a little frustrated, you know, they're proud of their work, but they're thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, I hope to get a little more out of this. You know, what would your advice be to them? Just keep doing it. Just just keep doing it. You know, I think that was the best advice I've ever received is just don't give up. Just keep looking forward. Keep learning. You know, stay curious. Uh, you know, keep finding companies to get your, you know, to work with, to get your music out there, you know, networking, meeting new people, um, you know, just staying active. And that's really the best way to, to really maximize how to, you know, get a return on, on put all your time and energy putting into your music. So that's, well, that's what I, I would, really... that's what I would say. Well, I think that's really good advice, and I think, you know, we all need inspiration, you know. We can master the technical, but a lot of times we just, I think, need to see someone who's been successful and think, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it. And you've certainly done it, you know, with your own music. You know, you've been a, a serial entrepreneur for, you know, the indie music artists, so I really appreciate what you're doing, and I really wish you a lot of success with On Chain. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. To... All right, Ben, I'm going to hang up and, and listen to some intricate unit on YouTube. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good. You might want to check out some right. of the early stuff off Deception. That's the real raw underground industrial. Oh, absolutely. I love that music. <laughs> so I'll be enjoying that. So you take care and uh, talk to you soon. <laughs>